Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner. And I'm Kayla, project manager. Project manager of Amy Works. All right, so today we're going to mix it up just a little bit. And I am going to be talking to Alicia and Kayla as the project manager about Mm. Alicia's basement remodel that she wants to do here in her studio. She's got this incredible space, basement space, that is raw and rough. Um, And she wants to turn it into uh, kind of a, not necessarily a livable space. um, But basing it off of like a studio apartment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I I want it to have the feel and coziness of a a studio apartment. But we'll probably use it either an additional recording space or a rehearsal space or speakeasy space, open mics, and maybe just stayovers for like family who are in from out of town um, you know, if there are some artists working upstairs that they can just, you know, stay for a oh, couple that's of nights great. or something yeah, like yeah. that. That's the idea. Okay. So need you, about 820, 800 square feet. I was just going to ask you that. Okay. So about 800 square feet, 820. Great. That's like the size of my house that I'm living in right now. <laughs> oh my that's goodness. bigger than my apartment that I live in right now. Oh, that's right. Because you live in a box. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A very expensive box. A but very you live in a box. expensive box. So you recently had a drainage system put in. A perimeter drain, yes, because we had moisture issues. It's a walk-in basement, Mm -hmm. so it's surrounded by earth 100% on one side, and I would say 75% on the sides. Right. It's it's on a slope in which the foundation is built into. Um, So we were having moisture issues, and I knew I wasn't going to be able to go any further until we did that. So it does have a perimeter drain that goes to a sump pump. It's too low of a property to go directly into the sewer, so it has to be pumped. And then they have a, a plastic liner that goes along the sides of the walls, anywhere that there's foundation. As soon as the framing starts, it stops there. But um, it, it lines the entire foundation, anything that's... So cement. that's, too, in order to catch any moisture or condensation that's coming in from the concrete or the, the foundation wall that will then go down and be funneled into the drain. Yep. Perimeter into drain. That yep. Right. Okay. And so how's that working? You've had it in for a month or so, right? You, have you noticed a difference? I think I have, but I could be making it up. Because um, you had you had moisture, smell moisture down there. Really musty. Yeah. Really musty. And what was tricky is that there is so much of that liner. And that liner is this, you know, very firm plastic. And so, and they had to cut that plastic and they drill through it to mount it. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, the mustiness was replaced by very heavy, heavy plastic <laughs> smell, and that hasn't it's off like new car gassed yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's gassing off. I think that's still gassing off, and I wanted it to smell a whole lot better. And now I think I've discovered why is it isn't a whole lot better, because and again, this is down to its studs. There's no drywall. Um, I went over to one corner of the building and I touched the sheathing, and it was sopping wet. And so there's a lot of the wall on a east side that was pretty damp. 
One was just wet, wet, wet. But that wasn't from foundation water. That was a whole other issue. Exactly. Right? And that, is, was, that was the deck or the, the stair landing. I th- yes, but we think that's right, what yes. it's, it okay. looks pretty much like. That. But I hadn't discovered that till after I put in the perimeter drain. Right. You know, if I thought this was going to have a whole lot of other problems, you know, who knows. But hopefully it, it will just be a relatively easy repair. Not easy, but uh, not as expensive and, and still worth doing, mm-hmm. certainly. Oh, I think it'll be worth it. Mm. But after that, <laughs> after that, then I hope to see if that, uh, the perimeter drain is really doing what I want it to. I feel like it is. Okay. Have you ever run a, a dehumidifier down there? It came with a dehumidifier. I have not since I've had it. Do you still have the dehumidifier? I do. It would be interesting to run the dehumidifier down there and see, although you don't have any insulation, so you're still going to get, and you do have... There's that one area where you can see daylight through. I sealed that up. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the crawl space? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you do have that crawl space, so it may not. It would be dehumidifying the outside, <laughs> the outside that, world to a certain extent. It'd be running extent. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So scratch that idea. I mean, it still okay. might be interesting. I mean, obviously they did that for a while, you know, while they were trying to sell to try to mask it somewhat. Right. Right. So, okay. but yeah, I still have. It's an industrial sized. So you're mm-hmm. looking at putting in. A small kitchen. You're looking to put in a small bathroom. Yep. And then just kind of framing the walls and finishing it off with with drywall. Doing something with the floor. Yes. I think uh, definitely with the floor. I think that's the next thing to do. I'm going to be talking to all the contractors, the electrical, the plumbing, and the structural, and the cement floor. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking to all of them before we move forward on anything. Um, just so everybody has a chance to see exactly how everything was and they get to have their two cents on, hey, I need something here, you know, to do my piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla had the example of, you know, the plumber, if I'm putting in a hot water heater, they might say, hey, I need this kind of plug right here. Mm-hmm. And so then I can tell the electrical people, hey, while we're designing this and figuring out how we're going to do it, I also need a plug here. You know, and any other utility specific type things that yeah. I need to do. So you're 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 working as your own GC, your own general contractor. Yes. And and why is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy, I think you know what the answer is. <laughs> I love you, Alicia. No, it's um. We are expensive. We can be expensive. Expensive and busy. You know, um, I think the other thing is is that because we are in Seattle, this land is worth more than the building. Mm-hmm. And then the next people who buy this land is going to knock this building down and build something else on it because of the location. We are in a commercial zone. They get to build a 55-foot uh, multi-use building. Probably by the time we sell, the the zoning will go up to even higher than that. Right. Um, so I really do battle. I cannot put $100,000 into the basement. I don't really want to put $70,000 into the basement. So my budget is between 30 to 50 on outside materials and outside help. And so I'm wa- working backwards from that. And also of how much use, you know, I have a dream of how this will be used. Mm-hmm. But what can I do in stages? What can I do where I can change my mind? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and Kayla's been very helpful in talking about, well, this, for anything that you want to do, at least do this. Right. You know, and I think right. we decided on the mm-hmm. floor. For anything you want to do, do the floor at least. So what was your take on the floor down there? It's pretty rough. 
It's yeah. rough and it's very slanted. Very slanted. Yeah. I think that for anything else, whether you had a budget or not, right, you want to obviously go on the lower end of that. Like if I don't have to spend 25 and I can get away with 20, great. And you're going to run into a lot more problems if you don't level that out. Like start with a base. The base it's going to be more expensive right. to do everything Let's, else because of that. Framing is going to be a bear because the floor right. is not level. Yeah. Right. The plumber is going to be here longer. And if that's an hourly charge for his labor because of leveling out a toilet because we didn't care about the floor, that's more money. That's just, it's, you might as well start with a base because if they don't knock it down and someone does, at least they can say the same thing. Oh, right. I got a great base going. That's what you want. Yeah. F- so, so I start with the floor and I'm saying, okay, yeah. what has to be decided for the floor? And for giving it a base, because the things change when you do, if you put up a couple walls, like this square now is going to be the bathroom, and depending on the flooring you choose, floor leveler on top of even new concrete, even if that was just that room had to be different, we could still move on from there. But they're not going to pour floor leveler unless they have a decent, nice floor. They're going to need some sort of, again, solid base. Yeah, Yeah, you definitely concrete down there before ever floor leveler is going to be... Exactly, yeah, yeah. and that's but what you she can't was do it with floor right. leveler. Right. You know, so right. if we didn't want to go crazy and make mm-hmm. the whole thing level, which would I think put me at four inches taller down at the lowest oh, point, which is you know right in front of the door, and then I'd have to redeal with that. We have a Hobbit door. Yeah, we could have a Hobbit door. Fortunately, we do have some ceiling height on it, so we have some. Yeah, play. you do have a lot, a lot of. So anything that we can avoid creating more of a, a problem with that, so I don't think. We're going to pour level, but at least it'll be smooth and nice and a place that we could start with in certain sections if we do need to do floor leveling. Mm-hmm. That's all the further I am on on flooring commitment to where things are going to go. I think my discussions with the plumbing and electrical people is going to help me with some of my other options. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked, a, Kayla talked, and, and I talked a little bit about, okay, what if we didn't frame the walls? First thing, what if we decided not to do drywall? So talking to the electrical and saying, okay, what's an option? So maybe I do a wall later. You could definitely yeah. do uh, like the plumbing rough in. Go ahead, do the do the bathroom so that it is finished. Right. I think that I think the bathroom. I'm definitely going to finish. Do that the, will be do finished. the bathroom, but yeah. then you could also do uh, plumbing rough leaving it so that it's there for installing kitchen. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's like here's your here's your stub out and and we just need to extend it or we need to move it or but it's it's here and you're not 100%. busting into any other walls to get to it. You've got everything going into a sewage ejection pump which you're going to need because you're so far below the sewer. That's already going to be there because right. you've got the bathroom. Like that's there. Right. So yeah, that's there. So yeah, the floor and then and so that's doing the bathroom. I am and looking you, at what side to put the kitchen on so that, you know, ideally I would like them to butt up to each other yeah. so that those stub outs are feeding, you know, the vanity and the kitchen sink. Right. They're, it's on the you same know. wall, just on opposite sides. Yeah. Right. So trying yeah, to figure out if, if, if that's a helpful thing or, or even if it's not the vanity, if it's the small shower or mm-hmm. you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I think to answer sense. your question... Alicia is doing the GC part of this because Alicia also <laughs> doesn't know what she wants. And why would you when you're working with such an empty space? Right. You know what I mean? There's like, even with the electricians, we talked about having uh, the outlets and, and plugs, whatever it is put in and leaving an ex- extra slack so that in case it's moved later, you I already have that. 
you know? Whatever, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff can be done just to get the basis done before you even decide if someone's going to sleep there or not. Yeah. You right, know what I mean? That's right. just, that's all the basics. And you, there's some things you don't think about that you'll need. Like, I didn't have a water heater in my head for the longest time. Mm, and I'm right. like, oh, how does hot water get here? And um, <laughs> another thing that wasn't in my head was uh, heat mm-hmm. for a long time. Right. Um, because I have to use space heaters up here because of sound. I'm like, oh, what kind of, oh, I need heat down here. So I need some power down here. Mm-hmm. Um, the panel up on this first floor is not going to be able to serve the second floor. Right. So, you know, first thing I know is that I'm going to need another panel. You know, that, and I know that will be kind of pricey. But the other nice thing about having a new panel is now I can do anything I want. Right. You can put all kinds of stuff down there. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So it's, it, you have to go over your plan over and over again. Even if you don't know exactly what you're going to do, there are some basics. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you mm-hmm. going to light the place? How are you going to heat the place? Mm-hmm. And, and water and sewage. Right. What are going to be your needs right. there? Right. Yeah. And you I, just don't think about it. I gave Alicia the advice of meeting with everybody before anything's done so that everybody can see it, just like we do at work with remodels and we do a sub walkthrough. Right. Mm -hmm. Before anything's been done, we bring all the subs in and we say, okay, here's what's happening. Do you schedule it all for one day? Yes. Yes. Usually we do. As much as possible. We try to do that so that— At the same time so they can talk? Yes. Mm -hmm. So they all hear each other say the same thing. Over and over again. Yeah. And we go from room to room. And then when we send out the picture, the, the, the paper said that this is what everybody mm-hmm. said. Is this what everybody said? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and, and that's important because the other thing is we're looking at it from one lens as contractors. Mm-hmm. And the plumber is looking at it from specifically plumbing, the electrician, specifically electrical. Mm-hmm. And so when we all get there together and we all talk about it, someone tells someone something they didn't know. And that yeah. changes the scope drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the, it's really important to do that. And when the project is going on, the plumber and the electrician are not there at the same time. Right. So if, we don't mix if water they haven't, right, yes. <laughs> if they haven't communicated, right, they're, they right. don't know. So give them that opportunity to, to, to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited to talk to all the subcontractors because I, I just love people who have expertise and, you know, talking to them and, and things that you would never think of. And I really like to give subcontractors, a, you know, the freedom. Tell me what's wrong with my idea. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because they're, you guys are in a gazillion buildings. Oh, you know what I saw done once in this mm-hmm. tight little spot is they did this thing. And I'm like, that's cool. Let's do that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I, as hard as I know you think I am, about oh, it's what I want. Just wanna, you, Alicia. But I just, <laughs> I, I love hearing anybody's ideas. Like I learned so much about. Oh, maybe you do conduit here, and make sure you have a what do you call it? A junction box that's adjustable. A junction yeah, box, right. you know, or something like that. Those are awesome things that I you know didn't know about about right. before. So well, you kind of did that in in the old house that you owned over in West Seattle when right. you didn't want to you didn't want to pay for a full bathroom down in your basement. <laughs> Right? right, 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 and and there was the situation where you didn't have your your sewer line was above the level of the basement, right? So you would have had to put in a sewage ejection pump. So you did the research and did one of those. Um, what do they call it? They're macerating toilets. Macerating toilets. So yeah. they they've got a they chew everything up and then the the pump is within the toilet and it pumps it out into the sewer line. So you can actually pump. It's an upflush is what they call them. Yeah, and it's... Upflush toilet. And yeah. uh, I'm going to have to do that in this area as well, but I'm going to get a big one that can handle 
the water from the shower. So it's not connected to the toilet. The toilet just runs into it. But also it has other inputs so that the shower can do that. The vanity can go to that. And my kitchen sink will all go okay, to that so one you're not unit. Gonna, you've already decided you're not doing a sewage ejection pump. Uh, I don't. Oh, okay. I thought this was kind of the only option. No, no, no. You can you can do a sewage ejection pump, which is it's in the ground. It's it looks similar to a sump pump, right? It's a well that gets put into the ground inside the building. Inside the building, it's covered. It's got a bolted lid on it. Well, I have one of those. Is that that's part a of the perimeter? Pump. That's, that's that's a sump pump. That's a sump pump. Okay, and that's that's different. So you can't you can't dump black water into that. Right, right. That's yeah. just so, the drain water. Yeah. So the, yeah, the sewage ejection pump is is the, I guess the commercial way to do it as opposed to the, so doing could I it. put one right next to my sump pump? That's what I was telling you when I was here. That's Remember? what I was being confused. Yeah, and I okay. was saying that you already have the bones right here. Right. So everything's dropped right beneath it. So that's why the plumber has to come out and look at what you have right now. To see how it can work with that sump pump. Yeah. And it can't run into my perimeter drain. Correct. So it's going to have to come out. Is it about that size, that 18-inch? There's a couple different yes. sizes, though. Yeah, I think, typically you know, it's, with, about a, it's about a two-foot across. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose it's, it's contingent on how much I'm running in there. Like yes. if I'm just running an infrequently used, you know, uh, sink and, and bathroom. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and how to keep your options open. Yeah. So you because if you're not sure, yeah, you might want to design f- for the most you could do, or find out what you haven't done and does that really put you in a corner if you do want to change your mind and do that to say okay now you have to do all electrical over yeah or all this money you spent on placement of stuff we have to put a window here anyway so now I have to rerun plumbing I have to rerun electrical mm-hmm. possibly. You know, and redo the drywall. Which and, is another yeah. thing about bringing your subs out, which is another reason we do sub walkthroughs, yeah. right? Where we bring everybody out so that the electrician hears that the plumber says, hey, my requirement for my, I have to do this. Yeah. Okay, well then I'm going to have to do this for you. Right. So that's another reason it's really important to get the buy-in before anything happens for everybody to know what what's on the table here. So that mm-hmm. they don't come back and say, oh, I need this part of your slab busted up. Man, <laughs> on our, uh, you know, we just did the project update. There was uh, on that old ADU. Yep. Yeah, there was D-A-D-U. some. There was some electrical that didn't get run for the island that's going oh, in. Oh man, so and frustrating. So brand new slab, we had to cut it up and run. And conduit. we'll have to patch it back, and it's not going to be as pretty as the slab that was there. Yeah, because somebody wasn't paying attention. It was cut. Now it's got to get filled, and it's ugly, and it's upsetting to me as a project manager, and I'm not happy about it, and I won't take up any more of your time on this, but that's how I really feel. <laughs> Thank you. And we've had a meeting about it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, um, permits, and yep. the permits don't cost that much. But they oh, take yeah, time, no. and inspection no. takes time. Uh, no, not, not that really. Much. The, the, permit, the plumbers will pull a permit that day. The electrician will pull a permit that day. Okay. And a uh, plumbing we will permit. Pull a permit. Plumbing that permit. Day. Right. Plumbing permit is, I think, like 150 bucks. So permits permit do. The same. Permits are not synonymous with inspection. Every well, time if you, you have a, a permit, you have to have an inspection. So every right. time you have a permit, you do have an inspection. Yeah, you have, you have two. Right. Most of the yeah. time. You have your. During. Your rough in inspection. 
and your trim out inspection, which is your final inspection. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, uh, real quick to add to that, permits are not expensive. They're not like a time waster of any sort. Like your project drags on because of a permit or an inspection. Mm-hmm. That's not it. It has to do with your project itself. There's been plenty of times where we, you know, someone says they want this. Okay, well, and then we're getting ready to do the project and you change your mind. Then we didn't need all of these permits. Okay. And that's what that was my point is that there's just there's a lot around a permit. Like you a permit is a commitment. It's a l- serious committed relationship. You have said we're doing this. Yes, right, right. And that's what and they said, "Okay, go and do this to this stipulation and do these all these things and, and make sure we inspect all and, of those things." And so I also want to be clear about some permits do take a long time. Plan review. Plan review takes a long time. If if we were going to do if if we were going to turn your basement here into an ADU, accessory dwelling unit, right? So that's going to be a legal living dwelling uh, unit. Unit. Then we have to go through plan review. And what we need to do is we need to do drawings. Mm-hmm. Actually, you need to do architectural or design drawings that are showing where everything is going, where the heat source is, where the lights are, um, all of that kind of stuff, similar to the pl- plans that you would have for a house, right? Except on a smaller scale, of course. Yeah. And those have to go into plan review. And there's four different, I think it's four different departments that have to review those and sign off on them. And so it used to be that that one department would review it and then kick it back. Yeah. And then you'd make revisions and then you'd resubmit it and then it go to the next department and you just, but now they do it where they review all four departments and then it gets kicked back and you can make all the changes. That's amazing that they made that change. Sarcasm. 100%. But, um, but you, so, you so just, that can take, that can take three months, four months, five months, right? It all depends on what, what you're missing and you know two what years, the changes are what they yeah want what you know how difficult is your project and how much do you know about doing this process where you can because I've had them where they kick it back one time and because I didn't you know cross my t's and dot my eyes and I was like oh okay right there there you go and then yeah. it, it, then I get it so it's all dependent depend, dependent upon that and is that a difference you and I talked once and you said oh. All you have to do is, like, even just a little drawings that you do would be sufficient to tell them what you're wanting to do. Right. And that's what How we is call, that different? That's what we call over-the-counter. It's a subject-to-field inspection. It's a subject-to-field inspection permit. So um, it's, it's a very simple uh, permit, and you just literally can do a hand drawing, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't even have to be to scale, really. Right. Um, but it's and so a, it's what a does simple, that get you? It gets you a permit that says, okay, you can do this. And there there are restrictions on what you can do with that permit. Like you can't do structural things that would require you to put a beam in longer than 14 feet. Okay. Right? If you're putting in a beam for 13 feet, you don't need to do a, a plan review. You can do what they call an STFI. Um, if you're putting in some walls, like, like, like Kayla was saying, you know, oh, we're going to put in some walls. We're going to, you know, put in this egress window. We're going to make this a bedroom. We're going to do the kitchen over here. Um, then that can be done with an STFI. It's when, it's when we're really getting involved with, and the dwelling unit, because it's going to be a rental unit. So it's going to be a registered rental unit in the city of Seattle. It's got to go through plan review. What were you calling that? An S-D? S-T-F-I, subject to field inspection. Oh, okay. 
And you have to understand too, I mean, these are a lot of things that people don't think about is that these permits are, I mean, they're safety requirements, right? Yeah. Like the egress window. Yeah. It's not for a view. Right. So a firefighter can get in or people can escape. (laughs) You know, I mean, these are all things that are, and again, it's what you're going to do with the space. But you even talked about holding maybe a meeting or two. Maybe someone wanted to have a gathering. That's very different than a living space. Yep. Right. Right. Like having people and it doesn't automatically mean you have, you know, egresses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's just a lot to think about. I mean, and these are all things that the electrician and the plumber and everybody else is going to want to ask you because they all have to do their part. Right. In helping you with what you want in this space. Right. And there's other things that, that, that you may need to consider being that it is a commercial space. And if you're doing it as a meeting space, what are going to be your requirements for, um, you know, fire protection? Yeah. Smoke detectors, that kind of stuff. Is there going to be an occupancy uh, maximum? Limit. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and, and those things I can't, I can't talk to. So. Right, right, so, right. right. But those are all things you and I talked about. I mean, yeah. we were like, "What? What's going to happen right here?" You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and kitchens a that's a that's a large word for what you and I talked about down there. I oh mean, yes, yeah, exactly. Like, like a microwave so, plugged in. It's a microwave so, yeah, and pop, like pop a popcorn sink. and a sink, and then like maybe a mini fridge. Whatever, it's yeah. fine. But that's like real small, and and these are all things too that inspectors. I mean, they take into consideration. I mean, they're like, "Okay, I see what." Okay, I realize right, I only I gave you an option for kitchen, and I realize that that's normally larger than this. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with all of our subs. Yeah. They're, oh, you said kitchen. You don't mean kitchen. I get it. Right. Okay. But you have to know all these things, and that's like going into our, you know, remodels. That's like with our clients. Yeah. We gotta really know what we're doing here. Yeah, you kind of start some. <laughs> you kind of start some. You know what I mean? It's, it's like no getting around it. That's where I'm at. That's where you I'm are. I'm at gathering, uh, circling the wagons, and okay, seeing you're what's in design possible. and pricing at this point. Design and pricing design is where I'm in right stage. Now. Yes. yes, I've got a couple of different design ideas. Just this and I and I think that's why I, you know, if, if I had my druthers, I would build a studio apartment. But I'm pretty sure I don't want to spend that kind of money. But if you're if you're building a studio apartment and you're able to rent it out, you'd be able to recoup that money. Hundred percent. But I have a unique situation here that I don't think these two floors can coexist mm. with a completely outside entity getting what they want to expect here. I may have drums at 9 p.m. Yeah, they you may do. want to watch Yellowstone at 6 p.m. when I have a client here doing singer-songwriter stuff. Mm-hmm. And so to guarantee that sound isolation, mm-hmm. that's a huge pretty penny. And this is a small building. Right. Uh, with their work that they did all summer, uh, you know, on the street, they were shaking the house. Right. So obviously this is not, it's in a wonderful location and a wonderful location of people living. I, I think you would be surprised at the people that would be interested in renting that basement. You... <laughs> you would not want to rent that because be, because you have a, you know certain criteria. It's like I don't want to live in a na- noisy neighborhood, or I don't. Say, but there are people that that are very willing to live in a very high noise neighborhood. That's and they not my would, problem. They would. My my problem is I can't have them make. Oh, you can't noise. Make, oh, that's true. If right? they want to live with me doing my business up here, right? Right. You're right. That it's is their like choice. They, they've got to be quiet. But they want to throw a party. On some afternoon that I have somebody up here, right? I can't, can't isolate that. Yeah, 
right, right. I can't even right. isolate somebody's. And, and this is a nice neighborhood. It's not that low. Right. But there are things happening in there. And I did not build a box within a box. Right. Right. You know, I wanted the space instead. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to feel more like a home mm-hmm. instead. And so that's my my big problem, is that I don't think I could rent it out. Right, right. You couldn't have a, a tenant there 100% of the time. If this was another kind of retail business, if this was just office space, 100%. That's so then true. I have to say, oh, well, how much longer do I want this to be a recording studio? This would be a great office space. Oh, this would I be could great. rent this out oh, as yeah. an office space. Put up a couple more dividers, boom, bada, bang, Done. wonderful. You know, so those are all the things that I kind of put in analyzing and trying to decide what could exist down there. Mm-hmm. And so I think similar things can exist down there when this space isn't being used. Mm-hmm. And this is why design and pricing takes so long. Yeah, right. You just asked like 53 questions. Exactly. And yeah. you answered zero. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I answered some of them. Uh, hypothetically, you answered a few. <laughs> You still have to make a and final it does, decision. It does make it. It does take a lot of decisions, right? It, it does make. It does make. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah you've got to make some decisions. Yeah, I have this blank blank slate. What am I going to do with it? Start with the floor. There you go. And or panel. I can Did, start wait. with panel. Don't you think? Start. You're saying electric panel? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. D- electrical work. Yes. Sure. Yeah, but again, right. if you're going to get the electricians in here, you're talking about a labor charge. You want to make sure that they're coming out here to do most no. bang for your buck. We, no, we decided against that. We're going to have them throw in a panel, and that's what that job is. And that's what the permit is pulled for, and that's what's going to be inspected. Well, that is for your permit, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great right. idea. To have and that, then to have, have a second job down there. Yep. Everything else. Yeah. And then you can put heat on there. Yeah. Right. Simple right. baseboard Whatever heater, space heater, something like that, to possibly dry it out. Any other questions? All right. No, thank you for sharing that with All us. Right. We will, uh, we will, we will keep you We're updated. We're going to talk about this again. We are. Oh yeah. We'll see how it. We'll how check it in about three months. And unfortunately, you'll be really angry if I'm at this exact same. No. Point. Well, no. we know that your deck will be done, and yes. the the the, and the wet sheathing is going to be taken care of because we're on the schedule. That's already on the that. schedule. Right. Done. So yeah. D and D. Yeah. Done and done. Done. Yeah. Done. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.